Hello everyone, Nick Bond with Ash Brokerage. Hope you're doing great today. We gotta talk about something. There hasn't been this big of an opportunity in the financial world in a long time to start a conversation or make a phone call. And where I'm going with this is the SECURE Act. From an overall opportunity standpoint, all of you are dealing with clients with qualified funds, whether it's IRA, TSA 403B, 401K, it's not an exaggeration when we say that whether it's now or in the future or even in the next generation, all of these clients are going to be impacted by this legislation. Very, very important topic, very, very big opportunity. The reason I keep using the word opportunity is there are definitely tools and planning ideas and solutions that are much more pertinent now after the SECURE Act has passed than they were before. And we're gonna touch a little bit on that as we go through this. I'm not gonna talk about institution and or big box retirement plan impact. I wanna talk about individual clients today, the wins, the what's, the hows, some different things to think about to start a conversation, and certainly the pertinent information. There are three areas that I think bubble up to the top the most for individual clients. That's where we're gonna spend our time and let's go ahead and get started. First and foremost, the extension of mandatory RMDs to the age of 72. What this means is for your clients who are turning 70 and a half in 2020 and beyond, they do not have to take their RMDs until 72. For your clients who turn 70 and a half 2019 or earlier, they have to abide by the old regulations. They should be taking their RMDs right now. They do not have the ability to wait until 72. But for your folks that it's happening for this year and after, they are extended out to 72. Start the conversation. And certainly this is not a conversation just for a 70 year old. This provides you opportunity to segment within your book of clients Qualified money, IRA owners, particularly people in their 60s, are they prepared to take them? Are they in solutions that are going to be able to effectively accommodate RMDs? Liquidity, systematic withdrawals, do they need the RMDs? Do they need them to keep the lights on or gas in their car? For some of your clients, they don't need the RMDs. They've never needed them. They're maybe even a little bit happier that they got extended a little bit to age 72, but it still is going to be pertinent on how do I take them? What am I going to do with them? Education is the first step. Expanding the conversation into planning and solution-driven approach what are the problems that this causes? How do we solve them? Very, very big and important first step. Number two, and maybe even a bigger one from a planning standpoint, non-spousal beneficiaries no longer have the ability to do an inherited IRA and or quote unquote stretch IRA. Example, 74-year-old, $500,000 of qualified money, passes away, the spouse has already pre-deceased them, the money is going to call it a son and a daughter. When they inherit this $500,000, they do not have the luxury and or the ability to spread this over a lifetime. They've got to take it within a 10-year window, which is going to condense the taxation, hence the problem. Particularly if you consider what people think 
taxes are going to be like in the next decade or even beyond. This provides a lot of opportunities. Start the conversation around education. How is this going to affect you, particularly for clients with large balances? If and when you pass away, not if, when we all pass away, what happens at the next generation and how is this going to look and how are they going to be affected by taxation? From a planning standpoint, some of this is going to impact clients while they're alive How do I tax efficiently accumulate and decumulate funds, things like Roth IRA, for example? And then just as importantly, what is the most tax advantageous method for me to pass money to the next generation? Some of you have that answer. Life insurance certainly can be involved in this. So there's a lot of directions this can go. It starts with the conversation, with the education. This could be a 45-year-old. It could be a 65-year-old. It could be an 85-year-old. People with qualified money, whether they believe it or know it or not, are going to be impacted, and there's a lot of planning opportunity right in this second category. Third and final category, clients who continue to work, and this is a little bit more just educational and FYI, but I do like the conversation that is caused by this. People who continue to work 70 and a half and beyond now have the ability to continue to contribute to an IRA. They're actually going to get into the situation where they're going to be taking RMDs while still contributing if they're working. It's almost like two ships passing. What I like about this is it allows you start the conversation and really start to focus on Why do they keep working? Do they need the money to keep the lights on? Is it a lifestyle type dynamic? Are they just keeping busy? Do they like to take vacations? It can go a lot of different directions. They need to know what the changes are and that they can continue to contribute. But again, focus on what's happening in their life, where they're going, where they would like to go to, and what solutions that you may have available that are going to make a difference for them. Thank you for your time today. There's a lot of information available. We want to support you every way we can. We appreciate your business, and I look forward to talking. Thanks.